Yeah, that soccer show is proud to be a part of the Soccer and Sweet Tea Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Go check out all the great coverage of soccer in the Carolinas at soccer, the letter N, sweettea.com. Today's episode is brought to you in part by the Spice and Tea Exchange of Greenville. In the heart of downtown, in fact, right at the corner of East North and North Main Street, lies a little shop where eaters can come together. The Spice and Tea Exchange has spices, sugars, salts, teas, and in-house made spice blends that you can purchase starting at a half ounce and working their way up. They've even provided spices and the like to restaurants and food trucks. So you can get these in mass quantities if you need to. You can even have a proprietary blend of salt or spice made, labeled, and bottled for your special event, whether it's a wedding, a graduation party, whatever you've got going on just for you. They want to help make that an awesome favor for your event. So you can visit them, like I said, on the corner of East North and North Main downtown, or you can visit their website at spiceandtea.com slash Greenville. This is Yeah, That Soccer Show. Your one-stop shop for all your soccer coverage in Greenville and the upstate. We want this show to be driven by you, so make sure you send us an email at yeahthatsoccershow at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at YTSS Podcast. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome into episode number 30. Of Yeah, That Soccer Show. That's right. We have finally gotten to episode number 30. I know it's been a few weeks since we joined you, but we wanted to save this special episode number, number 30, for a very special episode. And we have that for you today. I am super excited to bring to you two exclusive interviews, one with Sofia Coronado of Equal Juego. Uh, a really cool organization that you may have seen me tweeting about if you follow the podcast on Twitter. And then we're going to talk to Brock Elder, the head of the American Outlaws chapter in Anderson, to talk about a special event that's coming up for the U.S. versus Brazil match on September 7th. We're going to chat about that because it directly ties in to Equal Juego and what we are trying to do to help Sofia hit her goal and really help this amazing cause that's bringing the sport to the underprivileged in our community. So without further ado, I would love to get into our first interview with 14-year-old and head of Equal Juego, the organization, Sofia Coronado. Excited to be joined on the show today by Sofia Coronado of Equal Wago, a new organization in the upstate. We want to get Sofia on and hear a little bit about what she is doing to help grow the sport of soccer in the upstate. Sofia, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Sophia, I would love for you to talk a little bit um, to our listeners, just a little bit about you. Tell us about who you are and how you got into soccer, the sport. So I come from a Colombian family and, um, you know, in, in the country of Colombia, um, you know, it's really huge to be um, a fan of soccer. It's really huge. You know, whenever the national team plays, it's just of like the whole country stops and just watches and it's really I kind of grew up with that even though I grew up in here in Greenville 
I always watched games with my dad and my family and his friends, and I really realized, you know, I would play as a child, and then as I got older, I, re- I realized that that was something that I could do. I could actually play, and so I started playing last year, but I didn't join a team until this January, actually. That is awesome. So tell me about, <clears throat> tell me a little bit about your organization, Equal Wago and why you started this. So Eco Juego is an organization that really aims to bring the, the sport of soccer to kids who might not have um, the opportunity to be a part of the sport otherwise due to any financial obstacles or just not really having the sport be accessible. And um, when I started playing soccer, I realized that it was really expensive to play at a high-level club, Um, starting through, like, registration fees to even just everyday um, travel costs. It could be expensive. And, you know, I looked into it all across the nation. There are lots of kids who just can't afford to play. And so I really thought that if I could do something about it, that would just be awesome because I do think that everybody should have the chance to play this sport. And you are, you're only 14 years old. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So how, I mean, that's, it's, it's just amazing to me that someone at your age can see a need and say, I want to do something about this. And so you set out to, to create this organization and you're, you're just kind of in the early stages, I think, and you're, you're starting to raise some money. What are you planning to do? as an organization, like what are some of the specific initiatives you're hoping to accomplish? So right now I've raised just over $600 and um, I'm in the process of partnering with um, the Greenville Triumph. They want to help me out and the Greenville SP, they want to reach out to me too. And right now I'm just trying to set up some soccer clinics in the Welcome or Berea area and, you know, any other places across Greenville and hopefully the rest of the update. So that's the goal right now. And after that, I just want to, um, you know, donate any any cleats, any shin guards, any gear that any kids in need might need. Um, and just have a fund where, you know, we could give kids scholarships to those who need it and just have things like that. So you have this GoFundMe page up that has, you know, you set your goal at $1,000. And like you said, you're already at $655. And I think that that's hopefully that's only going to grow as people continue to hear about what you're doing. Um, Is that something that like, is this something that you want to do, do ongoing, even beyond your first little, your little push there? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that especially as I get older and just maybe just possibly play in college or beyond, you know, just grow an audience and have people be aware of this because I don't want this to be just a thing where I do just a few months and then just everyone forgets about it. I want to help kids as long as I can, you know, and help as many kids as possible. That is so amazing. So how, besides, I mean, obviously we want to, we want to direct people towards the GoFundMe so that they can donate some money. And then we're going to even, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later on in the podcast. We're going to do an event for you coming up on September 7th. We're going to talk to the guy from the Anderson American Outlaws chapter. He's going to tell us a little bit more about that, 
But beyond just donating and being a part and, and helping raise awareness, what can folks do specifically to help you out in accomplishing these goals? I know you said you, you're hoping to donate gear. Is that something that people could be involved in as well? Yes, definitely. I have um, a lady who's actually offered to um, to talk to all of the other parents on her kids' uh, team. And there, she's just trying to get a lot of any gently used um, T-shirts, cleats, anything like that. So for anybody who would like to donate anything um, like that, that would be just awesome. Um, and so they can just contact me via email, and then I can just set up a time where I can come pick it up. And eventually I want to set up a P.O. box just to make it a little bit easier. Sure. So what are some specific uh, ways people can – I know you said email, and I know you're on Twitter. Uh, just share that information so that folks know how to contact you. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and email, all um, under the username Ecojuego. And so anybody can reach me any way through there via direct message, anything like that. And that's just for those of us who don't speak great Spanish, that's Juego, J-U-E-G-O, correct? Yes, Juego. You don't really, um, well, it's kind of different to pronounce. It's Juego. Juego. Awesome. Well, Sophia, thank you so much for giving up a little bit of your time. We're excited to to help you grow this, to help be a part of this with you. And hopefully um, a bunch of folks will get to meet you out here in just a couple of weeks. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Once again, a huge thank you to Sophia and Equal Juego for being featured on the podcast today. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and hear from a couple of our sponsors, and then we will jump back in with another special interview with Brock Elder. Here at Yeah That Soccer Show, we're excited to continue our partnership with Uptown Poor, part of the Uptown Company, along with their sister organization, Uptown Catering. Hey, if you are looking for food or beverage catering for your next event or party, make sure you go check them out. You can go to UptownPoorCo.com, or if you want to see and visualize what you're going to get for your money, go over to Instagram and follow them at The Uptown Company. You can see all of the great things they have on offer. Thanks again to Uptown Poor for sponsoring Yeah, That Soccer Show. Here at Yeah, That Soccer Show, we're always excited to tell you about our sponsors so that you can support them because they support us and we're able to bring you the shows thanks to all of their generosity. And that includes Brad Butchkowski of the Wonder Check Realty Group. You can find him on social media at Brad Butchkowski, B-U-C-Z-K-O-W-S-K-I, or I am Brad B on Twitter. Or you can check out his website, brad.selling-greenville.com. That's Brad Butchkowski with the Wonder Check Realty Group. So we mentioned it briefly in our discussion with Sophia, but we are having a really fun event on September 7th with the American Outlaws Anderson Chapter in partnership with the Greenville Triumph. They are going to put on an event to help raise some money and awareness for Sofia's Cause Equal Juego. And also, the bonus of that event is that you get to come out and watch the U.S. men's national team take on Brazil in a friendly. It is going to be quite the event. And so I had the chance to sit down with Brock Elder, the head of AO Anderson, and chat with him a little bit about the event upcoming. Excited to welcome into the show Brock Elder, the president of the American Outlaws Anderson Chapter. Brock, thanks for jumping on the show with us. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Hey, we got a chance to talk to Sophia of Equal Wago a little earlier, and we kind of teased a little bit about this event that we've got coming up, pairing, pairing Equal Wago with the American Outlaws Anderson chapter. Um, but before we get into the details of that, I would love for you to just talk a little bit about what the American Outlaws are and specifically about the Anderson chapter and how you got involved in it. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, the American Outlaws are, you know, they've been around for a while now, um, over 10 years. And when it first kind of hit the scene, um, I wasn't really involved. And then once the uh, World Cup kind of rolled around, I had some friends in Dayton, Ohio that were involved in the chapter, and they were telling me about it and how much fun they were having with it. And I was always a supporter of the U.S. national teams anyway, so I started looking into it. And uh, basically, long story short, I joined under the Dayton, Ohio chapter when I was living in Anderson. And then I ended up joining under the Greenville chapter once I found out about that. And uh, somebody just saw one of uh, my American Outlaw shirt one time, and they were like, hey, um, we want to start a chapter in Anderson. Would you uh, be willing to help us out? And I said, yeah, no problem at all. So. Basically, what happened was I started it with some guys, and um, I am now the original member that's left from that group. And, um, you know, it's all about supporting the, the soccer, the uh, the national teams. But for me, and I know a lot of other chapters, it's, it's really about the community involvement and growing the game on your own local level and being involved with uh, your community and nonprofit organizations as we are one ourselves. And it just makes it cool to um, to have that home for people if they want to come and participate and watch with other soccer fans. And then, you know, if somebody has a cause that's, that's dear to them or close to them in Anderson and, and we could do something to raise awareness or um, – and not necessarily always Anderson. Sometimes it's the upstate. Sometimes it's a, a national organization that the American Outlaws group gets behind, and then they send it out to their chapters to help out with too. So – you know, it's just one of those cool things. I, I've made a lot of friends through it, and um, I just I enjoy it. I think it's great. And whenever we have big groups there at Mellow Mushroom where we have our watch parties, it just makes a lot of fun. And uh, again, you see you see friendships blossom, and I, I, you know, to me, that's that's what it's all about. So you guys have been meeting at Mellow Mushroom, I think, for the entire run of the group there in Anderson, and they had recently closed, but they're reopening. And so this is kind of a, a dual purpose coming up where uh, getting to relaunch at Mellow Mushroom for the friendlies coming up. Uh, I, I think Brazil is who we're going to be playing on the 7th. Tell us a little bit about the event that we're going to do partnering with Sophia and Equal Wago in the upstate. Yeah, um, so you're right. The Mellow Mushroom closed. It uh, had turned hands, and I'm not, you know, really sure what all went down there, but it did close, and we were wondering what we were going to do. And uh, they reached out to me on social media after about a month or two and said, hey, I think it was actually during the World Cup. They said, hey, you know, we want, we want you guys to come back. We're opening back up. Um, this was before they opened. They just kind of gave us a heads up and said, that if we want to come back and have our watch parties there, that they're all about it. And it's a great spot because it's 
it's a family-friendly uh, restaurant, and they let us use the upstairs, which has a 100-inch projector screen and surround sound. So <clears throat> you you really get to hear um, the game if you want to, and you're not going to miss it with a screen that big. So we've got September 7th, U.S. teams playing Brazil. Sounds like Brazil's bringing a lot of their uh, their stars. And as you know, we've got a lot of upcoming talent that's, in my opinion, very exciting. Um, a lot of people are bummed out about not making the World Cup. And for some of us, you know, it's kind of a blessing in disguise. And you've got this opportunity to see all these new players who some people may not know because a lot of them don't play in MLS and they may not follow some of these leagues around the world. So you're going to see some great talent going up against some really great talent. And we have the uh, event going on with Sophia and um, her cause of bringing soccer to um, communities that are lower more, lower income. And, uh, you know, some of the statistics that have been put out there about how much it costs to have a soccer player in club soccer in the United States. Um, I can't remember which university it was. I believe it was somewhere in Utah perhaps. But uh, I, I think it was around $1,400 is the average. So, you know, I grew up in the club level, and sometimes my parents and I joke or joke around because I played college soccer, and a lot of that club um, environment did help me get into to college, but we we joke around and say, you know, if we would have just held back the money from all the all the fees and all the road trips and hotels and all that stuff, um, we could have paid for my college probably twice. So it's it's just a, an interesting statistic to put out there and something to really think about because, you know, why why does it cost so much money for somebody to get into a good soccer program? And um, I think that's starting to be brought out more and people are starting to realize that more. And I think that her cause uh, for just being, what is she, 14 years old? Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, just, I think that's really cool what, what she's doing and um, that she's getting the publicity on the news and we're going to do a 50-50 raffle and hopefully a lot of people will show up and, and get involved with that and uh, we can send her off with a nice chunk of change to, to continue um, what she's trying to do here in the upstate. And I know that there is going to be uh, at least one special guest there. Can you Can you tell everybody about who else is going to be there that night for the event? So we've uh, <clears throat> we've been in talks with the Greenville Triumph, um, and the only reason we haven't released the information yet is just because they've been busy, uh, we've been busy, and they've got a big announcement coming out uh, tomorrow on Monday about who their head coach is going to be. So once they get that kind of done with, um, I believe that we are going to co like co-post or co-host the event. And put it out there that they are going to be involved with this, uh, with this, call it a relaunch party. And, um, yeah, they're going to come out. They're going to be signing people up for season tickets if they want to get involved with that. They're going to have some door prizes to give out. Uh, Mellow Mushrooms also putting some stuff up for door prizes, like, uh, I think maybe some gift certificates and Mellow Mushroom, uh, swag kind of t shirts and hats or whatever they have. Uh, then Greenville Triumph will be doing the same. And um, they'll also have, uh, you know, just any information that people may want to find out about the team. Um, they're going to be there speaking directly on that. So I don't know who all will be there from their organization, but from what I've seen with everything else they do, 
um, when they come to something, they do it right. So I would, if anybody that wants to come out from, from the upstate, definitely from Anderson, you know, this is a great opportunity to get involved in something that a lot of towns wish they would have. Well, Brock, thanks for uh, jumping on with us and just sharing a little bit about what you guys are doing down in Anderson and also about the event. Where can folks connect with the American Outlaws chapter? Well, so just um, the uh, AO National Branch and then also AO Anderson, we are on um, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, our, our handle is usually something like AO Electric City. So usually if you search under that, you're going to find us because um, Anderson is the electric city. I know there's been some arguments out there about Scranton as well, which um, is a great it's a great town because of the show The Office. So maybe they might want to change their name over to something like that. But uh, anyway, we uh, yeah, you can find us real easily. And just, yeah, give us a follow. And we also have an email, aoelectriccitysc at gmail.com. Somebody will usually be pretty responsive on that. And everybody should know if they do join the American Outlaws, if they sign up under Anderson or Greenville or Spartanburg, who's trying to get a chapter, which that's a whole different way about going going to sign up for them. But if people want to get involved in that, it's not too hard. But anyway, $5 of each membership goes directly to the chapter. And we use that money to pay for things like uh, buying scarves, which – ends up generating some more revenue for us. And what we like to do is rent out a bus and take people to a game like Jacksonville or Nashville or um, Raleigh and bust everybody in the same um, ride and have a good time. So that's the type of stuff we try to do. We try to make it more fun for everybody who wants to get involved. And, you know, the money stays in the chapter and nobody's running off with it. So, you know, I definitely encourage people to come out and uh, and get involved in their local chapter if that's something they've been thinking about doing. Awesome. Well, thanks for just giving us a few minutes to chat about the thing, and hopefully everybody will be able to meet you and see you out on September 7th. Awesome. Thanks Thanks again for, uh, for having me on the show. And, yeah, I look forward to anyone who uh, wants to come out and, and support the Greenville Triumph, the American Outlaws, or um, – Sophia and, and her mission and everything that she's got going on. So it's it's a lot of cool things to be involved with, and I, I really hope to see a lot of people there. So thanks again. Once again, a big thank you to Brock Elder and the Electric City American Outlaws chapter for partnering with Greenville Triumph. Uh, so big shout out to Greenville Triumph as well for being a part of this event to help Sophia and Equal Hueco. Hopefully we will see you out on September 7th at Mellow Mushroom in downtown Anderson. Uh, come with your money. It's going to be awesome, and it's going to be such an amazing thing to help raise money for this incredible cause. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So thanks to both Sophia and Brock again for being on this very special episode number 30. Hey, stick around. We got maybe another special guest coming your way later this week. Can't wait to see you for episode number 31. Hey, be safe. Love soccer. And do what you can to spread the love of the sport in the upstate. Hey, tell somebody about the podcast. It is a great way to help us grow. Thanks again for all you do. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.